Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies have kind of become mainstream. Should you have some crypto in your retirement portfolio? On today's show, we'll outline some things to consider whether or not it makes sense for you. Information vital to your retirement planning. I feel like this is my world. Retirement planning, financial planning. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. So when it comes to retirement, retirement is such a big deal. Nathan Fort of Vital Retirement Planners shows you how to become financially fit in your retirement. Your retirement. It's Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Fort. I take safety more seriously than most financial advisors. Welcome, everybody, to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can also check out his website at retireaustin.com. And he is an independent fiduciary with over 16 years of experience and normally does about 70 seminars a year. Wow, that's you're like I say, you're like the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> Welcome, Nathan. How are you? Hey, great. How are you doing, Teresa? Good, good. Yes. Yeah, we we're busy. I I have to say, I this is something I really enjoy doing, helping people understand financial concepts and retirement planning uh, specifically. A lot of the folks that come to our seminars have the same concerns. Generally, they're interested in the longevity of their portfolio. Some are concerned about the stock market. Um, most, if not, I could, I could probably say all are concerned about taxes. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, one topic that comes up that's coming up more and more is this whole idea of cryptocurrencies and Bitcoin. Right, right. Very, very interesting concept. It definitely is. I mean, it's the new, it's the all the craze or is it is it a flash in the pan do you think or do you think it's here to stay there's there's a lot of opinions i personally believe it's here to stay i mean i do believe there's there's absolutely a future for uh, digital currency now one thing you got to keep in mind we hear a lot about bitcoin and ethereum those are probably the two most popular cryptocurrencies but there is many i mean there are as many as 10,000 different cryptocurrencies uh, traded on some platforms. Wow. So this it's not a very simple space. It's very complex. Just to put that into perspective, I, I just mentioned 10,000 cryptocurrencies on one trading platform. Some people don't realize there, there's only about 3,900 stocks that trade on the U.S. stock exchange. Um, so, I mean, if you, if you think that you're going to kind of wrap your mind around all these different cryptocurrencies, it's, it's just not going to happen. But by, by the time you get to the 10,000th one, there's going to be another 10,000 probably, uh, in the mix ready to show up. Mm -hmm. But, uh, it, it, it can be a good alternative investment. Um, I do believe now what's interesting is years ago for alternative investments, we would talk about, uh, precious metals gold, silver, right. or uh, commodities, real estate, private equity, hedge funds. Um, but now uh, cryptocurrency, uh, Bitcoin, uh, digital currencies could be a, a good hedge. Now, I, I, we should probably start today by emphasizing a very smart general rule of thumb. And that is 
that you really should stay away from having five percent, more than 5% of your total retirement portfolio in any one holding. Okay. And right? why is so, that? Well, you want to be diversified, right? We've all, we all hear the adage, you don't have all your eggs in one basket. Uh, if you want to maintain a fairly low uh, level of risk and, and diversify wisely your portfolio, uh, that's probably a good rule of thumb to stick with. And that goes for stocks mm -hmm. as well. You, know, you probably shouldn't have more than 5% of your portfolio in Amazon alone, right? Or, or you know, you pick a stock. Uh, just because you, you have more than that, you have a little too much, you may have too much exposure for your comfort to that one particular holding. Um, so it's, it's just, it's wise to do that. Uh, that's not a rule you have to follow. Um, I know people who have ha who've made a fortune uh, going all in on certain uh, stocks, or in this case, uh, in this conversation, uh, cryptocurrencies, mm -hmm. and uh, have scored, done very, very well. But things could have gone the other direction. So you just got to be careful. Now, most most of my clients aren't that risk tolerant, where they're willing to put their entire million dollar 401k on one stock. But uh, again, if you want to add some alternatives, uh, some, uh, some hedge to, uh, you know, wh whatever could happen to the dollar in the future, or maybe you want to uh, add, you would otherwise add to your gold or silver holdings, uh, maybe throw some digital currency in there as well. Now, uh, Teresa, a lot of people don't know that you can actually own cryptocurrencies in your IRAs, in your retirement accounts. Okay. All right. I, I, I think um, this could be a smart thing to do if you're, again, if you're going to purchase, if you're going to own cryptocurrencies. Uh, one reason I think that owning cryptocurrencies in an IRA could be a good idea is because the the tax climate for cryptocurrencies is really unstable. We, we don't know uh, I mean, if you look at you know, all the different uncertainties in the tax code, um, tax, the, the tax code around cryptocurrencies is, is probably one of the most unsettled. And if you want to just not have to worry about taxes at all, as far as your cryptocurrency goes, you could own it in a Roth IRA. That way, you, know, you remember anything that you withdraw from your Roth IRA is going to be tax-free. Uh, it doesn't matter what you're invested in. It doesn't matter what your Roth IRA owns. But to do that, you'd have to have a self-directed IRA. Mm -hmm. So uh, you, you can't typically set those up at your traditional brokerage houses. You'd have to go to a, a trust company uh, to set that up. There's, there's some here in town that uh, I think are really good. We have some clients that are using them and uh, happy to give some suggestions to folks who are interested in that. But uh, you can you can get that done in a self-directed IRA and you can actually own other assets like livestock or uh, a business. Or uh, you could have interests in small businesses and uh, rental real estate. Uh, I personally have friends who flip rental properties inside of their IRA 
again, you do that through a self-directed IRA. So uh, once you kind of wrap your mind around some of these opportunities and resources, uh, you really start to think, man, I can really do some pretty creative stuff to uh, manage my portfolio and diversify my assets and maybe de-risk my retirement portfolio a little bit. So kind of interesting stuff. I think it's important to learn about. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. Definitely is. Like you touched on taxes, you know, with cryptocurrency. Like you said, it's kind of unstable. Um, and and asset allocation, asset location. I mean, there's, there is so much to know about this stuff, too. And that's why I think it is probably good to talk with somebody like you to go over all of this. Because <laughs> it's a little confusing. You think it's going to be easy. It's going to be an easy win, but not so much. Well, and, and yeah, I, I agree with you 100 percent. And I would really encourage anybody listening to talk to somebody who understands this stuff and can and can also clearly explain it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, some people have the feeling that cryptocurrency is uh, is kind of this this magical phenomenon. There's no way to explain it. But, but there is there are, there are companies that are accepting cryptocurrencies in exchange for products and services. And this is. This is trending, uh, not just in the U.S., but around the globe. Uh, but there are a, a lot of reasons some people uh, prefer cryptocurrencies. You know, some people see it, again, as the future currency. Some people like that it removes central banks from managing the money supply, uh, which kind of gets banks' hands out of the pot, so to speak. Uh, it's, it's a decentralized processing and recording system and can be a little more secure than traditional payment systems. So uh, it's it's a lot more difficult for uh, uh, people to steal your cryptocurrency. So there's a lot of reasons that this uh, could, could definitely have a future. But again, it should not play, it should not be a, a very large percentage of your overall holdings in your retirement plan. Uh, again, I'd stick to that that five percent rule. Gold and silver, I think, are great to own. Again, don't don't own more than five percent in in those either. You want to make sure you uh, you have enough money uh, working in other ways that could really benefit your your retirement portfolio as a whole. You know, Teresa, one thing I I really enjoy doing is sitting down with folks who just need direction. They've got a retirement portfolio they've accumulated. Maybe it's a 401k or an IRA, Roth IRA. They've got investments, but there's not a lot of purpose to what they're doing. People want purpose. And putting together a retirement plan is giving purpose to your money. Um, And what I've found is when people understand the purpose of their money, uh, they're much more comfortable with their future. They know where, you know, which source of their, what portion of their portfolio is going to produce the income that they're going to need, what portion of the portfolio is going to be growth focused, uh, which portion is going to hedge against taxes. And uh, you just need strategies in place. And having retirement accounts is good, but it's not a retirement plan. Uh, having workout equipment is great, but it's not a fitness plan. Right. So it's, it's the same concept. Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is take your resources and help you put a plan together that's tailored to you. And what we're going to make available today for the next 10 callers is a free retirement planning consultation where we're going to go through your retirement resources, give purpose to your money. If you have a plan, we'll help you make sense of it. If you don't have one, we're going to help you put one together. 
And that number to call Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. And this is for retirees and pre-retirees. It's common sense planning and straight talk instead of financial double talk and a sales pitch. You just need to sit down and get that financial roadmap put together. And Nathan, he's going to translate that complex financial world into something that just makes sense. It's an excellent chance for you to get a true practical financial review. And callers that call in, they'll get that comprehensive financial review. It's going to show you where you are now. But most importantly, the review will show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be. And short, folks, you've got nothing to lose. Call now. Don't delay. 800-890-5008. 800-890-5008. What do we have coming up next, Nathan? If you think saving for retirement is a chore, just wait till it's time to withdraw the money and keeping taxes at a minimum once you retire. So good news, I can help you and offer options to help you achieve your ideal retirement. spending some of your Sunday with us. We're tuned to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opega. Nathan is an independent fiduciary, founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. He's also a retirement income certified professional and chartered advisor for senior living and has spent time training other advisors. So and that's now, that's something to be proud of. I mean, you've got the the experience and the knowledge that you're able to help other advisors help other people. <laughs> even advisors learn stuff. Right. Right. Even advisors don't know stuff. Right. right. <laughs> so, yeah, we do spend some time. I'm part of a national organization of uh, there's a large group of independent financial advisors and we'll uh, go through trainings. I'll, I'll walk through some of the strategies that we use for our clients. Um, you know, we can't help everybody mm-hmm. around the country, but if I can help an advisor understand some of these concepts, it is satisfying to me because I, I know that that advisor can then help, you know, who knows how many people uh, retire a, a little stronger, right? That's what this is all about is helping people. Right. Right. Yep. And that's the best way. You know, you show um, your your knowledge and in, 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 in give back. I mean, that's important, especially, you know, in this day and age to give back to people. Right. Yeah. Right. So, and there's, there's nothing like seeing the light bulb go on for somebody mm-hmm. and they realize, oh, my goodness, that's a better way to do it. Yeah, right. I, I just I love being involved in that, you know, whether that's with a client or with another advisor. Uh, to me, I, I get a kick out of that. I, I like it. Yeah. No, oh, great. Great. So you were mentioning before the break about withdrawal, withdrawal strategies that we um, maybe need to come up with to, to avoid costly tax traps and keep more of your retirement dollars, which is so important because now we've got inflation now. We're, we're seeing it, I mean, firsthand. But of course, inflation, is, you know, it creeps up. You're retiring today, but the prices 20 years from now are going to be so much different. So you've got to right. want to keep more of that money. And following the rules for RMDs is at the top of that list. You know, this is, this is such a great area to talk about. There's, there's such a paradigm shift, that, a mental paradigm shift that needs to take place when someone moves into the retirement phase mm-hmm. of their life. And let me kind of explain what I mean sure. by that. 
so many of us have been accustomed to saving and investing and budgeting and growing a nest egg, right? That's the reason most people invest is so that they can someday retire and they're in accumulation mode. That's the way they think it comes through in their behavior, their investment choices. And, but you're going to get to uh, the, the threshold where now you're crossing into the income or distribution phase of your life, where now the objective is not accumulation so much as it is distribution. Now, now you're supposed to be paying yourself from your retirement assets. And this can be a tough transition for some people, just mentally, to, to think differently about your money. Uh, people are used to logging in uh, every day or once a week to check on their retirement accounts, and you want to see those growing and growing so that you can someday retire. And, and some people are a little nervous to start drawing money from their retirement accounts, and they ask questions like, well, do I have enough? Um, how much is too much to be withdrawing? Uh, what are the IRS rules about withdrawing money? Uh, it, so there's a whole different playbook that you've got to enter into the distribution phase with. It's, it, it's not the same one as the accumulation playbook. And it's changed for this generation. I, I mean, I asked people about what retirement planning was like for, for their parents. Yeah, some, of, some of my retired clients, we, we talk about their, their parents and they had pensions. They didn't have any reasons to worry about Social Security. And interest rates were 15%, right? So, so all you really had to do to plan for retirement uh, in, for that generation was pay off your debts and uh, buy a CD. Right. right. That, that, that's it. And retirement planning is done. But things have changed drastically. Now, you know, more than 90% of people, workers, don't have a pension. Social Security's fully funded only until 2035. It's good, things are going to have to change there. Taxes are have never been uh, uh, better positioned for uh, increases. We, we've never had more reasons to expect higher tax rates. Mm -hmm. um, and inflation, I mean, I don't need to explain inflation to anybody. If you've paid attention the last year, I mean, you've seen it on full display. Um, and then you've got uh, you've got interest rates are virtually zero. So if you're very risk averse, you don't want to risk money in the stock market. You want to play it safe. Well, it doesn't seem that there's a lot of options out there for you, right? So this is the the difficulty a lot of people are finding themselves in, and and unfortunately there are a lot of financial advisors out there that are not trained properly to help them. They're, they don't specialize in any particular area and, and especially retirement planning. I, um, I kind of joke in my office about, I call these advisors general practitioners. Not that there's anything wrong with a general practitioner. They're right. absolutely necessary. But if, if you have something serious going on, and you know, what would you like your general practitioner to do? You know, you'd want to be referred to a specialist. Right. Of right? course. Uh, <laughs> but the, the problem in the financial services world that I see is you have 
too many general, general practitioner financial advisors who are pretending to be specialists or they don't know enough about retirement planning to know that you need to be working with a specialist, someone who's better qualified. Um, just to give you some examples, like we, uh, uh, like you mentioned, there's required minimum distributions that's uh, going to show up at age 72. So what are some strategies you can put in place right now to reduce the burden of required minimum distributions and the taxes that you're going to own? Do you have a plan in place currently? Now, if you don't, you either uh, don't have a retirement plan or, or you're working with a general practitioner would be my guess. You've got to have a plan to address rising tax rates. If you don't, you're going to be sorry. I mean, this, this is not just my opinion. This is the opinion of uh, all the top experts that I listen to, that I read. Uh, people are expecting higher tax rates. And most retirement plans are tax deferred. So I look at traditional IRAs, traditional you know, pre-tax 401ks. With all that money, you're basically telling the IRS, hey, don't tax me now. I want you to tax me later. Well, if we believe tax rates are going to be higher later, why in the world would you want the IRS to tax you later? Right, right. That, that to me, that doesn't make any sense. No. I, I think tax deferral right now is a big mistake. But um, now you don't want to be extreme on the other end either and say, well, I'm just going to pull all my money out today. And you got to have a plan to address this mm -hmm. to where you pay the least amount of taxes necessary. I mean, I believe in paying taxes. I just don't want to pay more than what's necessary. I think everybody listening to this would agree with that. You don't want to pay more than you have to. I definitely and, agree. I mean, we can't get away from them. So the best thing is to minimize as much as possible. Exactly. And there's a lot of different strategies that can be implemented in your retirement plan to minimize the taxes. Uh, there's different strategies for uh, Roth conversion, for example. There's strategies for uh, the order of retirement accounts that you withdraw from. So I get that question quite a bit. And Nathan, which, uh, which retirement accounts should I take from first? Well, the, your tax plan, your retirement plan, which would include your tax plan, should answer that question for you. Uh, just to give you a tip, for example, I really like to defer tax-free money for later in retirement. So if you have Roth money, um, don't withdraw that money sooner, withdraw that money later. When we, we believe tax rates will, will likely be their highest. Um, now we have, a, we, have, we have clients we're working with right now that uh, are retiring. Their social security is giving them almost enough, but they still need some more money. A couple I just talked to the other day, uh, they need an extra $3,000 a month uh, from their retirement portfolio to live the standard of living they want to in retirement. Um, five, they're getting about 5,000 from social security. They need another 3,000. So we help them put a plan together with the highest level of tax efficiency to close that income gap, to basically generate that $3,000 a month, uh, for as, for as long as they live and to make sure it's, it's inflation protected. And we have a plan to address rising tax rates because if tax rates increase, your net income may decrease. That's a problem, especially when uh, uh, costs of things are going up, right? That's a big problem. Mm -hmm. So, Teresa, it looks like we have room for another eight callers. When you call in, you're going to make an appointment to sit down with me, and we're going to put together 
a tax plan for you that's going to be tailored to your retirement plan. We want to reduce your taxes. We don't want you to pay a penny more than what's necessary. And there are, there are proven tried strategies that you can implement to make sure this is the case. But you got to call now. And today is your opportunity to build the tomorrow that you want. The number to call Nathan, it's 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Folks, there is no cost or obligation to get a better handle on your financial situation. To find out what your investments are really costing you because of high fees or commissions, what future tax implications will be, and how much income you can securely generate from that once you do move into retirement, pick up the phone and call Nathan. He's an advisor that you can trust. He's there by your side, listening to your concerns and plans for your future. Let him put together a lifetime customizable retirement plan for you. Again, that number, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. What's on the way next, Nathan? Are you ready to retire? Just saying yes doesn't mean you are. When we come back, we'll highlight several steps to take now to make sure you're really ready to retire. Welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Teresa Opeka. Nathan is an independent fiduciary with over 16 years of experience. And we say this from time to time, why a fiduciary? Because a fiduciary has got your best interests in mind. Uh, no cookie cutter approach, no product to push and not a quota that they're trying to make. They're there for you and you alone. And everybody's situation is totally different. So, you know, you want someone like Nathan listening to your concerns, your plans, your goals for the future. And maybe you don't have that plan in place. Well, Nathan is sure to get, um, you know, make custom make custom made plan, all tailor made for you. You want to give him a call? We'll give that number in a little bit. Um, talking about a lot of important topics today. And we mentioned before the break, how to know if you're ready to retire. That's, that's so important. Well, you got to know. Uh, it's one thing to want to retire. I know a lot of people that want to retire. <laughs> sure. It's another thing to be ready for it. And, and we're not talking just financially mm -hmm. either. I, I think you've got to be emotionally ready for retirement, uh, mentally ready for it. You know, some people aren't there either. So it, 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 there's a lot of changes that take place that you've, you got to kind of think through. And in a way, I feel like I'm a great guide for that because I've been able to retire hundreds of times through my clients, right? I've been able to be with them through that experience and understand the, the, the nuances and challenges and the exciting things about retirement. But, you know, one thing you want to keep at the forefront is how are your debts looking? Mm -hmm. Some people like the idea of retiring your debt, get your stuff paid off, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Penny saved is a penny earned, right? So if, if you have payments you don't need to make to a debt, that's just as good as seeing an increase in cash flow. Yeah. And have now, that hanging over your head. I mean, why would you want that? Especially when it comes to retirement. Exactly. Right especially for debts that are not collateralized. Right. Like right? credit cards. So, yeah. Credit card. Exactly. Consumer debt, credit card debt. That, that, that's the scariest kind of debt 
because you, you get into a bind, you, you can't really unload anything to, to directly, you know, right. associated with that debt. Whereas, you know, car, car payment, can't make your car payment. Well, you could probably sell your car, get rid of that car payment or your house you could probably get rid of the house, right? Mm -hmm. Credit cards are a whole different story. And you see some of the nastiest uh, interest rates. And uh, man, you miss one payment on a credit card. You're, you're going to be giving your firstborn child to that, <laughs> to that right, credit card exactly. company. Wow. Oh my goodness. So be, be careful with that. Now there are some, there are different strategies for paying down those debts. Um, and if, if you have an issue with those uh, and we're meeting together, we can definitely fill you on, fill you in on some strategies that have really proven to be successful for a lot of our clients. But I think it just feels good to have your debts either paid off or stabilized. What I, what I mean by stabilized is you have sufficient cash flow, sufficient income to uh, support the debt. Uh, and Because sometimes it makes sense to have debt. It's, it, sometimes it makes sense to have a mortgage, mm -hmm. especially when interest rates are so darn low. It's uh, as, as close to free money as I've seen in a long time. Uh, again, there's no cookie cutter approach to this. For some folks, uh, they're much better off with no debts. Uh, for some, some makes sense. So uh, it, it really comes down to your personal situation, your feelings about debt. We don't want you worried in retirement. If you're a worry wart, uh, we're probably going to want you to pay off your debts, right? We want you to enjoy your retirement. Uh, consider your risk profile. This is a big one. Mm -hmm. uh, some people might say, well, what is that? Or, or I like to think of the stock market as a roller coaster. And if you've been, I'm sure you've been to a theme park and you've seen the, the variety of roller coasters out there. Uh, think of those as different types of investments, right? Different types of investments are going to perform and respond different ways. Some are very volatile. Some are faster than others. They drop faster. They climb faster. Some are kind of uh, scary. <laughs> some are very <laughs> risky. Mm -hmm. Some are uh, very smooth and boring to some people. So one thing, one thing I've noticed uh, is my tolerance for roller coasters has changed over time. Mm -hmm. uh, have you experienced the same thing? I've never been on one <laughs> Because I'm the, are you I, I'm the Teresa, safe, are you I'm the serious? safe, yeah, I'm serious. I guess I'm the safe, boring, you know, you know not no taking risks. All right, we're, we're going to go down to Six Flags, and I, I just, I just got to have you experience uh, I don't know about a roller that. coaster. I can't even do a tilt-a-whirl anymore, never mind a roller coaster. So I, okay, yeah. okay. But I, so, I get so the you, concept, you, yeah. You get the concept. You'd be a great example of yes. someone who's very risk averse. Yes. Right. Uh, they're they maybe they're scary to you. I, I don't know. But I my tolerance has changed. It, okay. it, it used to be that I had no limit mm -hmm. to the roller coaster I would step on. But now you know I'm walking into a theme park with my kids. I've got six kids, and they all you know the older ones especially they want to ride everything in there, and I'm having to kind of draw the line. Now, like, you know what, I'm going to watch you guys on this one because I, <laughs> I know how I'm going to feel right. when it's done. Right. You know, I want to go have fun, but I don't want to get sick. Right. Right. That's the experience. you. It's similar to the experience you want in your retirement portfolio. You want to have a good time. You want to get the growth. You want to get the good stuff. You just don't want to get sick. Right. right. Uh, you don't want those heavy, nasty drops 
and those those turns that unexpected uh, losses that could make you sick and kind of ruin your experience. You just don't need to be invested that way. And here's the thing. I see people come into my office with with their uh, we look at their statements, we plug in their holdings into our system and and they're shocked to see how much risk they're taking in their portfolio. What they're shocked to see that they're on the scariest roller coaster in the park and they didn't even know it. And the, here's why they didn't know it, because this is the longest bull run in the history of the stock market. We've never had a roller coaster climb this long, this high ever. And you, a lot of people don't know what's on the other end yeah. of, of that of that hill, the hilltop on the roller coaster, right? When it turns and starts going the other direction, what kind of ride are you going to face then? So, and I, I can't beat this drum loud enough, but you need to know what level of risk you're currently exposed to, and you need to know the level of risk you would be comfortable with. Mm -hmm. Your portfolio needs to match you. You need to be on the right roller coaster. That's what we talk, that's that's how we refer to your risk profile. Are you on the right roller coaster? If you're not, and it could go, it could be in either direction. Maybe you're on a very slow, boring roller coaster, and that's not the right one for you. Uh, or like we talked about, maybe you're on, you're on one that's just too fast and too scary. And either way, you got to make a change. So you got to think about healthcare. That's another big one. Speaking of getting sick. Yeah. Healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeez. Uh, your healthcare costs. If you're retiring around 65, you'll have Medicare kick in. If you're retiring before then, and you don't have some kind of retirement uh, healthcare system, like a lot of state employees, ERS and TRS members, they've got health insurance or, or military, you've got some kind of coverage there. If that's not the case for you, you're probably going to need to budget some extra funds for healthcare costs. And do you have a plan for that? If you don't have a plan for it, you need to get one together. So I'm just giving you a peek into the, the, the topics that we get into in our consultations. We put plans around these areas, plans around your debt, plans around your risk profile, your healthcare. Uh, budgeting's another another one. A lot of people don't like to talk about budgeting, but you, you kind of have to, uh, especially when we're planning, we're projecting your retirement cash flow. You need to know about how much you're spending and what the costs are going to be. And, and I'd say the two biggest obstacles to a retirement income plan we kind of mentioned it earlier in the show today. Two biggest obstacles, taxes and inflation. Mm -hmm. If the bulk of your cash flow is taxable, you should expect your income to decrease as tax rates go up. That You just have to be aware of that. Don't, this should not be a surprise to you. Um, so you can fix that by putting together a tax plan and an income plan and, uh, and possibly make that situation a whole lot better for you. And if you're getting less and less income because tax rates are increasing. Well, and, and inflation's not going to forget about you, right? Things are going to cost more and more. So if things are costing more and you're getting less income, that's a, that's a pretty hairy problem. And uh, now is the time to put together a plan to address that. There's so many other things, Teresa, uh, that, right. that go into determining if you're ready to retirement, but these are uh, probably a few big ones. And it looks like we have room for another six callers. Well, we had room for 10 today on today's show. Uh, 
if you want an income plan that's tailored to you, uh, that is going to make sense to you, it's customized to you and includes a tax plan, a plan to offset inflation and taxes, and, and you want to make sure you're on the right roller coaster as far as your portfolio is concerned, you need to call in now. We have room for another six callers. You will visit with me. Um, I'll help you put this together. And that first step is to sit down with a financial advisor. Something we're talking about today resonates with you, whether it is tax planning, it's Social Security, health care, maybe just the overall big picture. You want to give Nathan a call, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Maybe you feel the need to just get that second opinion. You've got a plan in place already, but you're not quite sure about it, or, you know, Maybe you want to make sure your plan is really aligned with your goals. Maybe things have changed. You put that plan together about 10 years ago. Lots of things have changed in 10 years, and lots of things are going to keep changing as we go through the years. We're seeing that already with inflation. So you don't know. It's a free consultation. You've got nothing to lose. Spots are filling up, though. You want to get in now. That number is 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. Take the stress out of planning for your future and give Nathan a call. We've got one more segment. I know this is a fun one. What's coming up? We'll find out what you're thinking when we come back with your questions. Welcome back to Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. I'm your consumer advocate, Cheriso Opeka. Nathan is founder and president of Vital Retirement Planners. You can check out his website at retireaustin.com. Time now for the most fun segment. We like to think so. The whole show's fun, but this is. It's listener <laughs> listener questions. And, and thank you so much for writing these questions in. First up is Eddie in Austin. He says, I have a 401k with a company I retired from this year. Can I convert those funds to my Roth IRA? I don't want to convert all the funds because the tax bill would be too much. Can I convert just a part of the funds to my Roth IRA and then roll the rest of my 401k funds to my traditional IRA? Eddie, I love the direction you're thinking in. I'm a big believer in getting those taxable the, the taxable money over to a tax-free bucket. Uh, Roth conversions is a way to do that. And you're right, the taxes are, the, your tax bill is going to go up with the amount of money that you convert. Uh, at the end of the day, the answer to your question is really going to be determined by your 401k provider. Uh, some 401k companies will allow for uh, partial rollovers, partial conversions. Some will not. So it really kind of depends on your situation, the rules in your plan document. That's something we can help you navigate. Uh, but here's what I would really look at. Uh, let's assume that you can do a partial rollover, uh, that it's allowed by the plan sponsor, is make sure you understand your tax bracket. Where, where, Which tax bracket are you currently in? How much room do you have before you reach the next tax bracket? And, and I know most people understand this, but I still see some confusion out there. If you, if you have money that reaches another tax bracket, uh, only the money in that bracket is taxed at that rate. 
So for example, if you jump from the 22% tax bracket uh, into the 24% tax bracket, let's say you have $50,000 that makes it into the 24% tax bracket, uh, you're only going to pay that 24% tax rate on the 50,000 in that bracket. You're not going to pay 24% on all of your money. That's why uh, typically when you get your uh, tax return, you, you'll see what's called an effective tax rate. So what that number represents, and it's usually an odd number, it could be like 22.4% or um, some odd number, that represents the effective rate that you paid if you were to compare your total taxable income to the actual dollar amount of taxes you paid, it, it should represent the, that as a percentage. Uh, now, understand that tax rates are not always going to be this low. We're currently at about a 90-year low. There's a lot of discussion about tax rates increasing. So uh, paying too much in taxes is really uh, relative, right? Uh, it, it's according to today today's tax rates. So I would be aggressive in conversions, but uh, I think spreading it over the next couple tax years at least is smart. You could uh, do a conversion in 2021, do a conversion in 2022, uh, maybe even go into 2023. But uh, I really would, again, if, if it were me, if it were my portfolio, I'd be converting as quickly as possible. Um, so you could roll a portion to the, uh, to the Roth, convert that. The other portion could go to a traditional IRA and you can convert that one later. All right. Sounds good. Um, we've got Carl now in Cedar Park. I'm four years away from retirement and I already have enough income for retirement. I have a year's worth of expenses in my checking account. Is there a certain balance I should keep in a checking account when my retirement accounts are set? Hmm. Yeah, you have. So you got enough, enough income for retirement. You have a year's worth of expenses. Uh, I don't think you should have any more than that in a checking account. I mean, the, the uh, general thumb is six to 12 months worth of your living expenses. I think uh, it sounds like you're there. If you have a very stable income, let's say much of your income comes from pensions or social security, or maybe there's annuities in there, uh, the more stable your income, uh, the less uh, emergency funds you can uh, you can have on hand, so it, you can feel more comfortable having a little less than twelve months worth on hand. But uh, again, this is really personal preference. Uh, one, th some questions I would follow up with you on is, well, do you have plans for uh, anything, any remodels or new cars in the future? Um, are there gifts you want to make to kids or grandkids? Is there, uh, you know, do you have some other things, some other expenses in the near future that uh, could um, draw from those emergency funds or the liquid funds you have in the bank? Um, again, I, I, I'm not a big fan of money just sitting in a checking account. I would look at money market accounts, earn a little bit more interest, uh, some savings accounts that maybe uh, have uh, minimum balances as requirements could give you a little higher interest. Uh, so just look for ways to get a little more interest. But again, the purpose of that money is to be there for you when you need it. Um, if something were to come up quickly, I like to use the uh, metaphor of a shoulder on a, on a highway. Uh, we want to always spend inside of our lane, but sometimes things come up. You got to make an adjustment and you got to spend outside of your lane. 
you want to make sure you've got that shoulder there. That's what the emergency funds are. So you don't go off road uh, just by going out of your lane. Um, and, and this makes a, a lot of sense to me. I, I, I mentioned on a, a KVU interview that I had a, a, a little while back about uh, my 15 year old just got her driver's permit. And I can tell you, I'm very grateful for shoulders on the road. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <laughs> we, we, we've needed them with some of our, uh, some of our, uh, our, our driving, our, our test driving uh-huh. and our, our practicing. So she's getting really good. She's going to be a great driver. But uh, we're just in driver's ed right now, and we're very grateful for that margin on the road. Yeah, yeah. It's always important, whether driving or for your investments, because you just don't know. It's nice to have that safety right there. So that's a good point, good point. We've got Anthony in Lakeway. I will be 72 years old next July and will be doing my first required minimum distribution. I'm confused about taking it in the year of reaching age 72 and paying tax on it in that calendar year. That would add to my regular tax burden when my other income is considered. When is the most tax efficient time to take my first RMD? Uh, This is a good question. So in your first year, the IRS will actually give you until April of the following year to take that minimum distribution. You have kind of a grace period. Now, this is only for your first year. You don't don't get to do that in your second or third year or any year after that. But what you got to consider is if you wait next year, you're going to take 2021's distribution in 2022 and you're going to have to take 2022's distribution in that year, the same year. So you're going to have two RMDs in the same year. Now, that may make sense for you. Uh, we have, I have a client doing that because um, he's retiring in December. So the withdrawals are, uh, so his income is going to decrease substantially after December. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he's going to be taxed at a lesser rate in 2022. So he's fine with taking two RMDs in 2022. So that could make sense. All right. That's a very good question. All right. Last up's Ellen in Austin. An IRA is being willed to me. If I inherit it before the age of 59 and a half, can I have it sent directly to my own IRA? And what are the tax implications? Well, if you're inheriting an IRA from a non-spouse, uh, you cannot mingle those funds with your your own traditional IRAs. Um, so I'm, I'm assuming because this was willed to Ellen that this was coming from someone she was not married to. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of these distribution rules for inherited IRAs have changed with the SECURE Act, for example. So the SECURE Act in 2019 uh, requires that all of the taxes be paid on that inherited IRA before the end of 10 years. So you, you can pay it in installments over the next 10 years in, in pieces. You can uh, wait and pull the whole amount out at the end of the 10 year term and do it all at once. But uh, you've got to keep that money separate. So this is going to be uh, rolled into what we call an inherited IRA or a beneficial IRA. Um, Ellen, we can help you do that. Uh, this is this can be a fairly complicated process as far as titling the accounts and making sure uh, the, the transition goes smoothly for, uh, at the company that's currently the custodian that's currently holding the IRA and also at the new custodian who's going to receive the transfer. 
um, uh, it's, it's easy to make mistakes in this area. And again, I'd be happy to help you. And it looks like, uh, Teresa, we've got room for another two callers. What I want to do is make our retirement process available to the next two callers. So if you call in, you will visit with me. We're going to sit down. I'm going to take some time to get to know you, your situation, your timeline, your resources, uh, your fears, your goals. And we're going to put together a plan that's going to be tailored to you. And that plan is going to include an income plan, a tax plan, an investment plan, and an insurance plan. We're going to cover all of what we call the four vitals. But you got to call in now. This is a complimentary uh, meeting with me. So there is no cost for you but I want you to be serious about your retirement because that's this is what we do. We're serious about it. And call Nathan at 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. And this is for retirees and pre-retirees. Common sense planning and straight talk. Instead of that financial double talk and a sales pitch, you might get somewhere else. You know, you just need to sit down and get that financial roadmap put together. Nathan, he will translate the complex financial world into something that just makes sense. There's so much out there. You want to make sure you, you truly understand it and get that plan tailor-made for you. It's an excellent chance for you to get that true practical financial review. And if you call in, just a couple spots left, two spots remaining, and I think we might be hearing the phones ringing for just maybe one left. You're going to get that comprehensive financial review. It's going to show you where you are now. But most importantly, the review will show you a roadmap to get you where you need to be to have peace of mind when it comes to your retirement. And you've got nothing to lose. Call now. Again, that number. Last time today, folks, 800-890-5008, 800-890-5008. This show just flew by. I'm, I'm really looking forward to next week with some new topics and great questions from the listeners. As always, had a blast, and I really hope we helped somebody out there. And we'll see you right back here next weekend for Retire Fit Radio with Nathan Ford. advisory services offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management and Nathan Fort. Nathan Fort and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of the information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Arbor Mutual Wealth Management. By contacting Arbor Mutual Wealth Management, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.